Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nothing But a Bob Thing. I'm Justin. I'm Nathan. Oh, hi, everybody. How's it going? I don't feel like I had enough energy coming in there. Yeah, let's do it again. Welcome back to Nothing But a Bob Thing. I'm Justin. Ah, I'm Nathan. No, nope. I don't like that. That's all so bad. Wacky, no good. Wacky podcast pals. Yeah. Are we going to... The only way that's going to work is if we start using more like fart sound effects. No, no. This is not a morning show zoo <laughs> situation. Oh, I like... Oh. Ah, no. Welcome back to Nothing But a Bob Thing. <laughs> I'm Justin. Uh, I'm still Nathan. Yeah, I, I think this will work. This is good. I do I do think a soundboard yeah. with clips from 80s movies... Oh, I like that. ...that you could just throw in all the time would be good like just imagine if we were talking about a painting and then you hit a button and all of a sudden it went me so horny like that <laughs> like that would be that would be fun right i well <laughs> you know uh, uh, if we if we did it right we might get our own fm morning show <laughs> we just have to have the right sound effect i think that's what's really been missing yeah. From, uh, from the show, you know. Yeah. We we keep we throw in clips of Bob Ross, but that's he's not wacky. <laughs> I don't know. He make wacky. <laughs> well, he's wacky, but he doesn't make the wacky noises. <laughs> he's not zany. How about that? Yeah. He he needs to after he paints a tree go <laughs> and then we'd be good. But we should uh we should let. Uh, Nick, who's continuing the Bob Ross tradition on YouTube, know that he needs to add in more um, of those kinds of outbursts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, onomatopoetic outbursts. Yeah, that it, kind of it needs to be a morning zoo feel. <laughs> that That's what the kids want these days, is a morning zoo talk show. <laughs> Oh, Nathan, is there any is there any Bob news this week? <laughs> Barely. Barely. Um, so, uh, this is a week we need the Bob news. Yeah. We need a lot of good Bob news, and nothing has happened. Oh, nothing has happened. This is all I have for you. Uh, if you have been listening to the last few episodes, when I have mentioned that all of the episodes of Bob Ross are up for streaming right. on a random obscure thing I'd never heard of. <laughs> yeah. The Bob Ross channel is now on Redbox all right. for free live streaming. So, okay. you have no excuse no. not to be watching it. I mean, you didn't anyway. It's on YouTube. But <laughs> you definitely have no excuse now. Oh, definitely not. Um is that that's probably one of those uh, like like if you have a Roku or something, it's a channel yeah. you can get. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's every. I have all those these different channels because I'm always trying to find ways not to pay for movies. I guess right. <laughs> legally, legally, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Bob is always on there, always heavily featured. Everyone's yeah. got this content. And it's evergreen, so, much like this painting. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, there we go. Ooh. Where's that button? Where's um. that button? Boing! <laughs> Me so horny. No, no, no that stop was, it. Stop. That was the wrong button. That was the wrong button. It didn't fit there. Damn it. Um, yeah. Uh, cabin in the Woods this week. Cabin in the Woods this week, everybody. Um, so, well, I guess we're jumping. It's a light Bob News week. It's a heavy actual news week. Um, RBG, may she rest in peace. He- heavy in uh, number and uh, levity. <laughs> it's very yeah. It's very heavy. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, folks. Well, you know... Not not much business at the top of this episode, and that's fine. That's fine, because what are we really here for? We're here for the stuff, and the stuff this week, Season 4, Episode 7, Cabin in the Woods, Mr. Ross, if you would do the honors. Welcome back. I'm glad you could join me today. Today, we're going to do something that's quite a bit different. It's a lot of fun, and, and you're going to have a, a good time doing it with me. Okay, original air date, October 17th, 1984, Nathan. 
one of us is a mere 10 days from coming into the world. <laughs> and one of us is nowhere near the world. Yep, yet. that's you. Yep, yep, yep. If you guys didn't mm-hmm. know, Nathan is the youngin' in the bunch. I got a couple years of, of wisdom, maturity, and sure. uh, hair loss on you. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's uh, so I'm gonna tell you right off the bat, I'm a little disappointed. Okay. Um, when I saw Cabin in the Woods, my mind immediately went to the horror franchise. I was, I went there too, and I was really hoping for a lot of terror in this painting. Yes, a, a lot of things to make you go, ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Um, not, not so much. No, no. I think the largest sin committed is, uh, a guy who perhaps didn't take good care of his lawn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> later in the painting. But this is what one, you don't know yeah. is that was actually the original plot of Cabin, uh, Cabin in the Woods. In the Woods. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just a guy who was bad at lawn care. I think, uh, a good double feature would be watch the horror film cabin in the woods. And then if you need to pick me up afterwards, um, mm-hmm. you can watch this episode of Bob Ross. I did go ahead and add this one as well as our, our, as in you, your and my painting escapade into the recommended playlist. Um, okay. I just felt like this one had a lot going for it. Um, this is a Bob heavy episode. Yeah, yeah. It's a. <laughs> I think it's a fun episode. There, there are a number of things that happen in the course the, of this the Bob one. personality. Ooh, it's, it's on full display. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We were talking about sounds, and at one point he goes twing. Twing. <laughs> twing. I love it. I've never heard anyone say twing, but there you go. That's an innovator for you, folks. That's him. So this is a black canvas. Um, yeah. A- as per use with the black canvas, this is a uh, covered with a flat black acrylic allowed to dry, and I yes. know what some of those words mean. And then, <laughs> then I believe he said, Nathan, it's a covered in was it thalo blue and sap green? Yes, on top thalo of the- blue and sap green on top of the black acrylic. Nice. So. When you turn it on and you're thinking a cabin in the woods, yeah. the canvas by itself does look a little spooky. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It starts out looking spooky. But I mean it it's a Bob Ross painting. It's not gonna be spooky for that long. Right. And and per <laughs> per his description at the top, in this episode, we're looking for uh something that's quite a bit different, uh mm-hmm. something fun, and we're gonna have a good time doing it. Oh, yeah. He also repeatedly says, and I I don't necessarily disagree with him here, he repeatedly says in the episode that this would be a good first painting. I, you know, I thought as I was watching this that I kind of wish we had started our painting escapades with this one. Yeah, I do too. I I think this one would be a much more forgiving first painting yeah. than what we started with. I agree. Yeah, we were trying mountains. What we had a lot of features mm-hmm. to get in, and there's, you know, the 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 cabin in this one is not even necessarily a have to. It's uh, it's optional. He says that in in the episode. Yeah. So as yeah. he repeatedly says in this episode. These are your woods. So whatever you want, put it in there. Boom. Booyah. You can put more trees. You can put a cabin. You can take out the cabin. You could put a Pegasus. You can put anything you want. <laughs> you are real up on Pegasus lately. <laughs> I really would like to see a Bob Ross painting with a Pegasus. I would too, for the record. And I know you're saying, well, he's, he's done it this time. He has got number one mess going. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Just have fun. So we have our our wonderful background. And then I think, what does he do first? He just takes some some white on the fan brush, right? And just yeah. brings out some of that color. And it, it, it almost looks like Aurora Borealis or something. It's uh, right. very cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, he puts, he gets the fan brush, makes it all kind of weird and spacey. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> word for it then tells us 
and he's correct. You're saying, well, he's done it this time. <laughs> and as I was sitting there, I'm like, yeah, I am saying that. Yeah. What, <laughs> what are you thinking? Where, where are you going today, Bob? Where yeah. are you going? Yeah. This is supposed to be an Oregon or Californian wooded area. Why are the northern lights present? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it is cool looking, though. Like, if if I don't think about that aspect, it's... Um, it, 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 you were saying it has a darkness inherent in it already, and, and it has a bit of mystery here, too. It reminds me yeah. a little bit of, like, you know, one of those alien abduction movies. <laughs> like, what is this weird light coming through the trees? It's going to snatch right. me. Yeah. Tractor beam. Um, another, th- another thing that I think, and I don't know if he mentioned it in the episode, but I believe he rotated the canvas. So it's landscape-oriented. It is. Yeah. Hey, look at us. <laughs> I I noticed that. And here's the thing. Every So he's rotated the canvas a couple times. Yeah. And every single time I spend a good portion of the episode going, is that the direction the canvas always is? Right, right. And, and I never can quite remember. <laughs> right. It, and it's not. It's not. Right. Right? It just throws me every time. No, it's not. He has done many, <laughs> many that are portrait, yes. not landscape. For a, uh, a landscape artist, he uses portrait quite a bit. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if that's the technical art term. Right. We're using Microsoft Word yes. terms. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's because uh, that is what we know, folks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he indeed says this painting is simple and will work on its first attempt. Um, uh, I have my doubts about myself when it comes to that, but hey, I I see where he's I, going. <laughs> I think I think you could get some sort of painting out of this. Yeah, you could get the atmosphere. I think of this painting, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It may not be as good or even close to as good. Yeah. <laughs> right now I'm on, um, while we're recording, looking up this painting on twoinchbrush.com. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yep. I don't know if anyone listening has ever been there. It's your, your best source for Bob Ross information. Yes. Um, it's great. By painting. Yes. So – I can see all the colors that are on here. But they always have a painted by our community section down below. Yeah. Um, they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> I do feel like looking at them, you can go, oh, eh, it's not that far off. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not such a stretch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so atop our aurora borealis um green misty green situation uh, a lot of big thick bulky tree trunks um yes can really see the bark on those suckers but crucially for me and my appreciation of this painting um you really don't see the tops of any of these trees no, they're huge um, trees. They're huge trees, um, and that amplifies the effect of what he's talking about. He he wanted to, he want in this painting. He says he wanted us to feel like we had just you know walked deep into the woods and maybe not even realized how deep we had gone. And then we look up and we're yeah. like, oh wow, we are in the deep woods now. And so I love that we don't see the tops of any of these trees. We see some stray branches, um, yeah, which he puts in, and and those are those are great. Those don't those don't hurt the effect at all for me, but yeah, if we had been looking at, you know, evergreen fronds, I just don't know that I could have got there as much. (laughs) (laughs) I, I was, and he has done this many times. I'm aware, but I'm always impressed by this. So he, he painted the trees, the, the tree trunks with his brush, but as the paint ran out on the brush, yeah, then he started painting background trees with the same brush, not adding more paint or anything. Right. Because as you know, the background is going to be lighter than the foreground. And so the background trees, 
there's just like this slight impression from the same paint he was using for the foreground trees that he just he took what was left and did something with it. Yes. Yes. It's it's a classic Bob move and it's very smart. He's a wise man. He is he he is an eminently wise man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um so just think like a tree. That's like I remember my dad telling me when I was a kid, if I wanted to catch a rabbit, I stood behind a tree and made a noise like a carrot. And when the rabbit came by, you grab him. Works pretty good till you trying to figure out what kind of noise a carrot makes. This continues to 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 just add to the depth. All these all these trees. There's a few more he adds more in the foreground, um, and then we get the the meadow situation happening. Um, again, whoa, 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 wait. Wait, did I jump ahead? Did I jump ahead? There's a very important thing here. Oh, I'm sorry. Talking about trees. Right. Uh, he has a nice story about what the trees remind him of. Oh, yes. Please continue. <laughs> um, so as he's painting the trees, Bob tells us that he remembers his dad telling him as a kid, if you want to catch a rabbit, you stand behind a tree and you make a noise like a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> that works pretty good until you try to figure out what noise a carrot makes. Needless to say, I didn't catch any rabbits. <laughs> I, it just made me so happy. It was such a random Bob moment. <laughs> yep, random, delightful, full of natural imagery. I mean, that's what that's what we that's what we come here for, right? Isn't that why we watch The Joy of Painting? I mean, yes. For the joy. Yeah, it's about the painting, but it's also, it's just about Bob. And no one else in the history of the earth would have delivered the story quite like that, or even had that story. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, I had to rewind it to re-listen to it, because <laughs> I, I heard it and went, well, this doesn't seem like it fits with what he's doing at all. And right. it didn't. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. <laughs> it, it truly, truly incredible. <laughs> truly incredible. Uh, a lot of rabbit talk in this episode, if I, if I say. <laughs> there's, there's that. There's um, talk about, you know, is this where the rabbit lives? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and the rabbit comes back when we get to the cabin. Yes, the rabbit does come back when we... This is a, this is a highly rabbit-filled episode. Uh, well, I'll discuss the rabbit when we get to the cabin. Like um, but... Yeah, it the rabbit plays a big role. <laughs> Most definitely, Just one single rabbit plays a big role in this painting. <laughs> <laughs> he says a lovely thing too, uh, within the context of uh, of the painting. Uh, he actually works in uh, the title. He works in the joy of painting. He's talking about how, you know, he's highlighting the trees, I think, and he's saying, you know, if we do this, we do that, we don't have to worry, and that's the joy of painting. We don't have to worry. And then ever ever self-aware, he says, hey, that's a good plug. <laughs> I, I think that means we don't have to watch any more episodes, because... That was, oh, that was it. We, we solved s- it. We solved it. <laughs> what was the joy of painting? Oh, it's... Uh, you know, not having to worry while you highlight trees. Okay. That's it. Boom. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Which spe- That's the whole thing. Speaking of those tree highlights, we're sort of skipping over the, the meadow bit, but it's a standard, beautiful Bob Ross meadow. It's great. Um, yeah. The grassy he, the grassy stuff. He gets his yellow. He gets his green. Mm, puts in the meadow. Taps him on with a, a wide taps. brush. Yeah. Taps yeah. him on. Uh, the highlighting on the trees, I thought, was really superb. Um, it was. Um, so he, because he wants to give the impression of light coming in on one side, mixes permanent red, blue, and white, but he does it twice. Yes. With one with more blue and one with more red. So the, the more red goes on the left side of a few trees to give the impression that light is coming in from the left. And then the more blue goes on the right side to shadow that side. It was very well done. Very well done. And, and I love how he, you know, doesn't, doesn't over mix. Um, no. And so you get little bits of other color poking out. It's just, ugh. 
talk about adding depth. That just adds another layer of depth to the painting. I have learned... <laughs> I finally sunk in this episode, Nathan. So um, this is something I would have never, never known. But I, I finally picked up on that shadows always have a blue or a purpley hint to them. You just you just now got that? Well, I, I, thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe it was a one-off the last, you know, eight or nine times. Um, and <laughs> It was a nine-off. <laughs> yeah. It was the nine off. You know, those happen all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, that only happens every nine times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but it finally sunk in. So now I know if I ever paint again and I need to paint a shadow, I'm going to have a, a bluish or purpley-ish hinge. Hinge? Hint to it? Yeah. I yeah. can't speak today. Thank you. Well, that's it's a good thing we're not doing a podcast yeah, or anything. I know. It's great. I'm um, so glad we're having this casual conversation amongst yeah. ourselves and no one's listening. <laughs> Yeah, the so the cool colors always will be more darkness related, and the warm colors are going to be from the light. Right, and so the cool colors are the bluer colors. Is yeah. that am I understanding that correctly? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, like your blues and your purples are are cooler. They yes. cool down the color, and your reds and yellows and oranges obviously, uh, make it warmer. Yes. And so that's going to make it look like there's more light involved. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're, we're establishing, you know, some of we're, the foundations here. We're learning things. We are. We're, we're on season four and we're learning things finally. <laughs> cheers to us. <laughs> cheers to us. Maybe by the end of this, we'll finally fully understand how paintings work <laughs> i hope so hope, hope we'll we're gonna be on like season 12 and we're gonna go oh he calls it a two inch brush because of the site oh <laughs> the size of it uh, is okay i thought it was two inches long <laughs> with the handle no oh. that makes okay <laughs> you don't even have to worry about it and that's the joy of painting you don't have to worry. Oh, there was a good plug. So, and then uh, the crucial decision uh, yeah. to to put in a cabin or not. And and this is one of those paintings where, and this happens a lot, where you're watching them and you're thinking, boy, we're, we're spending a lot of time with it like it is, right? Like, yeah. maybe this is going to be what the painting is. And I do, I think it works without the cabin. Uh, I think it. I think it would be a fine painting without the cabin. Yeah, the cabin is nice. The cabin is nice. Yeah. But you know, I like the. Um, I, I, I I like the atmosphere even without right. the cabin and the colors. The colors in this painting are really fantastic. Right. They're really great. But Bob chose to put in a cabin. Yep. Because he would want to live there because that's where the bunny rabbit lives. <laughs> <laughs> and you could talk to him yep. and have all sorts of fun. That's right. <laughs> so that's why we have a cabin to converse with the one bunny rabbit that lives in the woods. That is correct. The one great, the great rabbit of the Oregon woodlands. <laughs> I, that, that seemed like as good a reason to paint a cabin as any. As any. Yeah, yeah, and um, <clears throat> wonderfully, it's not an oppressively large cabin. No, it, it is a, I think, perfectly sized for the painting we have. I have no issue with the size of the cabin. Yep, yep. The cabin itself. Uh huh. Do you feel like it's an ugly cabin? <laughs> I like the coloring. I do like the coloring. I like the slightly red um, roof. It, yeah. it didn't throw me off. Um, it's, you know, it's... I, I actually don't have any problems at all with the cabin. I have problems with something else, and, and we'll talk about it in a second, but... I So, the cabin, to me... I know that it's a cabin in the woods, so it yeah. should look like it's an old, beaten-down cabin. Right. I don't know if you're familiar with the video game Fallout. I no, not really. Okay, so Fallout is set in uh, like 250 years in the future. Okay. In in a post-nuclear apocalypse 
Ah. Situation. Okay. This cabin looks like it's from that video game. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it, it looks very rundown. <laughs> like there are holes in the wall, that kind of thing. Yeah, like it's just not good. It's not a good cabin. You don't want to live in that cabin. The bunny rabbit <laughs> would not want to come visit you if you're living in that cabin. Well, I mean, we all know how snooty bunny rabbits can be in our cabins. They, I mean, bunnies have impeccable taste. They do. Um, they will come in. They will judge your china. Yes. Um, yes. Judge, you know, your housekeeping, whatever, and then turn up their nose and hop away. Yeah, uh, while making a carrot noise at you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd tell you what that noise is, but we don't know. It's uh, it's a mystical secret of the wood. So, yeah, it's, I'm not a, the cabin is fine. I just... Yeah, there's a lot of weird issues with it for me. Um, the blue windows, yeah, okay, are sure. weird. It doesn't fit with the rest of the colors and right, right. In the painting, um, the the general color of the cabin is weird to me. Sure, yeah. I don't know. Just uh, yeah, not loving it. Not loving it. Okay. Well, I I don't have the same problems, but I I can see where you're coming from. My issue. And this is thorny because I I know it needs to be there. I know there needs to be a path because that makes sense, right? Because yeah, are you becoming anti-path? No, not in general. I mean, I feel like even from the beginning, I've been an appreciator of paths. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All the way back to a walk in the woods, episode one, season one, episode one. I, I remember saying kind things about paths along the way. However, oh, yeah. I kind of wanted this to be, you know, so remote, so hidden, uh, perhaps even abandoned at this point, that any semblance of a path is, is, has grown over and it's gone, right? I get that. I get that. Or if this person lives out in this cabin, there's no one else around but bunny rabbits. Is there going to be this, this definite of a path? I mean... I'm sure they have well, to venture out quite often, but, you know. First correction, not bunny rabbits. Oh, right. Sorry. Bunny rabbit, <laughs> just the one. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> um, and the there is the question, so this is supposed to be like we wandered deep into the woods. Right. Where is the path leading? <laughs> well, I from the cabin? I, that's a great question. Uh, Are we... Did we wander deep into the woods because we saw a random path intersect with a road and we're like, oh, I wonder what that path is. And yeah. we followed it because that is the setup to the movie Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's how a movie like that would take place. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I I feel like this is is more remote than that, right? So. Yeah. It's a well-worn path. Um, it doesn't completely ruin it for me, but I just liked the idea of, you know, there just there being no obvious way to get to this cabin. I guess you you do bring up valid criticism, though. Thank you, thank you. How, like, how much would a would the owner of the decrepit cabin right have to walk back and forth between? the cabin and whatever point B is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Bob even says, like, maybe this guy or gal, I think he said guy, um, doesn't, you know, keep their lawn up. And I'm like, well, first of all, what lawn? There's, <laughs> we are in well, the midst of the woods. He gets out his push mower <laughs> and he just mows the woods right. every couple of weeks. Yeah, you sure, know. sure. Sure. <laughs> So maybe this path is a path to the local gas station. Yeah. So he can get the gas to gas up his mower because he has to. I mean, to mow the entire woods. That sounds right. Yeah. No. I, he I, would go through a lot of gas. He's gonna be walking back and forth a lot. And he's got like a gigantic mulch bag on the on the back of the mower. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. chewing up squirrels and stuff in there. Walnuts. Yeah. You know the whole deal. Yeah, so that would make sense with the path. He would have to walk back and forth for each mowing. 
probably like 50 <laughs> times. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, if he yeah. had a Pegasus, he could just fly, but, you know. It that's... would be a lot more efficient, and that's why I'm an advocate <laughs> for Pegasus's. Pegasi? Pegasi? I think Pegasi, yeah? In a painting like this. <laughs> It's practical. It's yeah. a practical usage. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally fuel efficient. You know, Pegasi mm -hmm. are green. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's carbon neutral. Carbon it's neutral. carbon neutral. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They eat rainbows and then they, they you know, they it, their exhaust is, you know, daisies or something. They, they actually fart out oxygen. That's it. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> That's why this guy could never leave. He was like super high on being mm -hmm. over oxygenated all yeah. the time. <laughs> he's he's like living. It's like living in one of those oxygen bars. That's where, right. Yeah. yeah. He just constantly is inhaling it. That's it's, it. Yeah. If you had a beautiful place like this, I'd want a little house. I'd want to live back here because this is where the bunny rabbit lives, and you could sit here and and you could talk to him and. You could have all kind of fun. Bob says he puts a, a um, chicken coop on, the shed chicken coop on, but that's really for that Pegasus. Yeah. Yep. Well, and it's also because, quote, chickens need a house too. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Sounds like a, a harsh political statement if I've ever heard yeah. one. Yeah. Chickens need a house too. <laughs> What will you do about that, Mitch McConnell? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably, uh, you know, bend the rules to his liking. Anyway, so... He would probably just go burn down every chicken coop he could <laughs> find for the sheer joy of burning down a chicken coop. <laughs> How come he gets a Pegasus? I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> I thought his there was... Pegasus farts pure evil. <laughs> I thought there was a Pegasus moral code. I just, you know, can't wrap my brain around that. Well, Nathan, any yes. closing thoughts on A Cabin in the Woods? Um, no, I mean, it. like Bob said, this would be an easy painting to paint, I feel like. Relatively, yes. You could screw up the sky. Yep. Your trees may not look as good. Yeah. If you've watched any Bob Ross, you've seen how he painted the meadow. Right. At least 40 times you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. You should have a basic idea of how that's done. Yeah. And the cabin, I mean, put it in, don't put it in, do whatever. <laughs> love it. I love it. Well, yeah. in that case, I think it's time, folks, to roll up your sleeves, wash your hands, spray some hand sanitizer in your face, and Take let's... A deep <laughs> yeah, prepared get all those covid molecules in your lungs that you can that's right let's rate this painting but i'm not very careful most of the time i just throw things in and let them happen for those who need a reminder first off you need to take some ginkgo biloba or something <laughs> your memory failing you we've done this many times <laughs> every painting we have is rated in five categories four points available each category bonus points awarded as we see fit so a total of 20 base points without the without the benefit of the bonus points Indeed. Um, yep. i don't know that a bonus point is deserved here, but I do want to give honorable mention to the bunny rabbit. Yep, yep. Um, for making this painting what it is. <laughs> <laughs> agreed, agreed. He, he's a very vital part of this painting. <laughs> yes. Um, very important, and without the bunny rabbit, none of this would be possible. So thank you, bunny rabbit. And special thanks to Bob's father, who uh, introduced us all to a new concept <laughs> today. Yes. <laughs> also, uh, make sure to contact us if you or any of your loved are able to figure out the noise that a carrot makes. Yeah, I would be overjoyed if we suddenly received a lot of cell phone recordings of carrot sounds at nothing, no G, but a Bob thing at gmail.com. I will play them all on the show. As many. We will have a, a carrot sound montage. <laughs> yep. As many as you send in, that will be on the show. So if each of you sends one in, it's 
you're just going to get a whole episode of nothing but carrot sounds. But that's what we're here for, <laughs> folks. We're here to uncover the mysteries of the Bob Ross oh, world. That sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so our first category is visual impact. Yes. A four is it has a unique organization of the elements, content, and execution, and has the power to wow a viewer. A three is it has a lasting impact. A two is it holds the viewer's attention. And a one is it has little or no impact. Right. Um, this is going to sound harsh. Okay. All right. And I, I don't, I know that I'm not poo-pooing on the painting when I say this, Yeah. but I'm not going to remember this. Yeah. This yeah. painting's not memorable to me. It's... Yeah, it's a good painting. I, I'm not saying anything bad about it, but I'm not wowed by it. Okay, yeah, there were moments. It's uh, I feel a little more positive. I don't. I, I'm not saying that I'll remember it. I do feel a little more positively about it. So, were you thinking a two? Is that where you're sitting? I think I'm going with a two. You think I, you're going with a two. Again, it's not anything against the painting itself. Yeah, it's a good painting. Yeah. It just isn't one that, like, a week from now I'm going to be like, oh, remember Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I was going to go three. So maybe this is a 2.5? I think that's correct. Point of compromise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's good. Um, category two. Interpretation and creativity. Mm-hmm. And four would be it shows unique and creative interpretation, and the effort is far beyond that required with great attention to detail. Ah, yes. A three is he thought outside the box, and with more effort, it might have been outstanding. Mm. A two is it appears unfinished, and a one is it's incomplete and lacks attention to details. It's very bad. Very, very bad. (laughs) I don't see a reason not to give it a four in this category. No, I don't either. I mean, I don't think adding anything to it would make it better. No, right. Exactly. And I do I feel think, like there was great attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, adding anything to it most likely actually would have made it worse. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. It has a lot of nice balance. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to disrupt that. If there had been something giant in the foreground, yeah, I would have if, been. <laughs> if he had pulled the last minute tree on you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really would have been disappointed because I. This one is all about settling into the background for me. Yeah, yeah it's. I think this is one of the the better paintings at finding a balance. Yeah, he's done uh, with background and foreground. Namely, that there isn't anything in the <laughs> four foregrounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, we're, um, we're fans of that. We, we know. We have our biases, people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Composition and design. Yeah. A four would be it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design. And it effectively filled the entire space. A three would be... It shows an awareness, and it mostly filled the space. Mm-hmm. A2 mm-hmm. is, it lacks conscious planning, and it partly filled the space. Yeah. And A1 is it's somewhat used. <laughs> Definitely not a one. Um, no. What, what is your feeling? I, I honestly think a four on this one. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I don't see like any I, reason not to. Yeah, like I said, I don't think anything would make it better yeah. adding to it. I don't think removing anything with the possible exception of the path, but mostly just because of our logistical problems with yeah, it, right. would improve the painting. So Agreed. I think a four. I, I agree. I agree. Solid, solid four. Um, craftsmanship. A four is the design is beautiful and complete. A three is it's pleasing and partially complete. A two is it's fairly neat. And a one is it's careless in creation. 
Let's give it a one. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so careless. He didn't even think. You. It, it looks like he was trying to do a Jackson Pollock painting. He was just splattering paint everywhere. He just failed miserably. Yeah, M- yeah. Complete mud mixing. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, a three feels right. That's all I can say, though. I don't have anything to justify that with. <sighs> An impasse? What were you thinking? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It could really be a four or a three. It could be a four or a three. Yeah. I. Hmm. Yeah. You give it a three, I'll give it a four. Three point five. It is. There we go. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. There's nothing that makes me feel strongly on either one of them. Yeah. Very good. You know, I I've been thinking this whole time as we're rating it in the back of my mind. I'm like, this is not an A painting. It's not an A painting. No. It's probably a B painting if I had to guess. And so I'm not. I'm not saying I'm trying to mess with the rating at all to get it to be a B painting, but. But something is giving me the vibe that it's a B painting. Yeah? It feels very B painting. It feels yes. B, yes. Yeah. It's not, you're not, like I was saying earlier, you're not going to necessarily remember this. This is not top Bob work. No. Now, no. one of the better Bob episodes. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. And and I do quite like this painting. I do quite like it. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, so our final category. Yeah. Criteria. Criteria. Well, what were we promised? Um, a few things. So, an Oregon or a Californian deep woods experience. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something you could do on vacation. Um, yeah. Something that is quite a bit different, which I think we got. No argument there. Uh, fun, and we'll have a good time doing it. I, okay, so we did have fun. We had fun. It was a fun episode. It was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. I'm going to take his word that this is what the woods in <laughs> yeah. Northern California and Oregon look like. Yes. Because I haven't been. Me neither. <laughs> um, and, of course, we were promised a cabin in the woods. Yes, right. Which was provided. Which was provided. Um, so I really can't knock... No. Anything he said. He hit all the all the stated criteria were met. Um so our total score yeah. he prepped in with an A. No way. All right, we got a dog. He got an A minus. We what? got a ninety percent. Okay. Well I can I can deal with that. I, I'm okay yeah, with that's, it. Yeah. That's fine. I'm okay with an A minus. And maybe that even reflects, I'm contradicting myself, I know people, but maybe that even reflects a little bit of, uh, you know, just the appreciation uh, I think we both had at some level for this painting. I uh, That misty green stuff was great. Um, that, and, that was. And the trees, I mean, the whole background experience was really awesome. Uh, the only thing that threw it off for me was the path. And, and the weird post-apocalyptic cabin. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> <We're>, but it's, <laughs> it, it's good. It's a good painting. Yes. It's, it was and a very good episode. I, I agree. Very good episode in which man and rabbit became one. Oh, uh, finally. <laughs> I've been waiting all these years for man and rabbit to finally live in harmony. Coming to comic book shelves this fall, Man Rabbit, <laughs> an adventure in terror. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, uh, send us in those carrot sounds, folks. I, I want to hear them. I really do. Yeah, it's... And it's, by the way, it's not a carrot sound of you crunching a carrot. No, 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 no. Yeah. We need something more. We need to know That's right. at the heart of the carrot, <laughs> what sound is the carrot making? Is it yearning inside? Is it the sound of yearning? Uh, if you could provide a variety of sounds yes. to give us the different emotions of a carrot. Yes. 
I, I would imagine a carrot feels frightened a lot. <laughs> um, maybe carrots are very pensive. I don't know. Well, when they're, when they're in the ground growing, there's a lot of thinking time. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, there have to be different carrot sounds for each emotion, I would think. I would think. And, then, and like you say, the, the fear, the fright of being pulled from the ground. Right. Yeah. Like, you know that someday someone's going to come pull you. Well, your two choices are someone will come pull you from the ground. Yes. And nothing good happens after that. No. Or no one comes and pulls you from the ground, and you just rot there. Yeah. Slow despair. As the season, <laughs> as the season changes, you just rot in the ground. Like it's, <laughs> the life of a carrot is rough. Very rough. The moments of joy, though, you know, those first time that you that you sprout above ground, right? Your foliage—that's right. a that's a joyful explosion. That's true. You yeah. do have you do have the carrot sound of happiness when you first experience the sunlight. Yes, yes. And so, if you've been planted somewhere nutrient rich, you know, it's you know just a contentment and contentedness. <laughs> they get the idea. <laughs> they know what we want, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this one will make you happy and make your heart feel good. It'll really make you happy. And that's what painting's all about. Painting should make you happy. Oh, folks. Well, thanks so much for being with us this episode. What a what a fun little romp deep into the woods we've had. Uh, Nathan, how do the folks get in touch with us? Well, they can hop on their handy-dandy <laughs> handy Twitter machine yes. and find us at Bob underscore Thang with an A pod. Uh, you can message us there. Do whatever. <laughs> you, you can. Oh, I almost forgot again. The book painting, the book painting, the book painting. Oh, yes. Which Mike wrote us an email about. And Mike, I will be getting back to you. I'm so sorry. I've been... I've been real, real stupid busy lately, and I apologize. Um, a wonderful footnote in this one. Now, I will say, of all the book paintings I've seen so far, I've usually liked the book painting better, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, this one, I like the show painting better. Um, really? Yeah, the colors are much more muted in this book painting, and I like the vibrance we were getting. I like the vibrance we were getting. We also get a couple bushes in here, and uh, oh, I don't know how I feel about. We don't this need one. we yeah. don't need additional bushes. No bushery. <laughs> no, it, it's fine. It's fine the way it is. The rabbit doesn't need a bush, <laughs> and the a, rabbit uh, just needs the woods. That's right. And another wonderful footnote here from the previous owner of the book, I believe. It says needs a fence from house to end of path. So we can only imagine. Ooh. In their interpretation of the painting, they have added a nice little fence to lead along the path. Would that make it better or worse? Um, I personally think it would make it worse. <laughs> but that's me. I want this to be, you know, this seclusion experience, right? Right. Yeah. But, but with the fence, that implies that the path wasn't just worn from... Constant trips to refill the push mower. <laughs> right, right. And is, in fact, an intentional path that is kept up by the owner. Yeah. Hmm. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. Um, a nice fence along a path is always inviting. So if you That's want a, a rabbit to come to your house, a nice little fence might lead them the way. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can also email us. <laughs> Eventually, I'll remember to look at the book. I'm sorry, I'm getting it in my brain. It's just that my brain is not great. Um, you can email us. <laughs> Once again, that email is nothing, no G, but a Bob Thang at gmail.com. And as always, a good reminder, if you're not sick of us, you may go over and listen to Sushi Jackknife, our other podcast. Uh, very different tenor and tone. However, it's still us. So if that's what you're into, we're there. <laughs> and, and God bless you. And God bless God your soul. God bless your soul. That's right. Um, well, as we prepare ourselves to flap once again or hop perhaps into the night back 
into the warm embrace of the deep forest. Wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful day, evening, etc., etc. From our hearts to yours. And just remember that there are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. Ah, good night, everybody. We have an artist license that says anything we want to do. the canvas, the canvas will pull off what it wants and give you back what's left. You don't have to worry about it. Maybe it's where his chicken lives. You know, chickens need a house too. <laughs>